Yo. Yo, we have Bass and Ryan. That's right. Sam's running five minutes late, which is not uh, which is not in his character. Normally, he's exactly on time. As a matter of fact, we record this podcast at 9.15 Chicago time. If I want to get it going at like 9.07, we can't do it at 9.07. If I want to get it at 9.22, it has to be exactly at 9.15 because Sam's like the super Nazi from Seinfeld. You get one yep. chance. You get one chance to tell him how it's going to be, and that's it. Or to ask him, how, like, if he's ready. I mean, you basically there's there's no follow up. You don't get a follow up with it. You have one. Yeah. Like I heard a story about this radio program director who a, a friend of mine applied for a job. He like messed something up. Like the guy's like, make sure in the email you put your whatever's, and the guy didn't do it. And the guy calls him back. He's like strike two, and then he hung up the phone on him, and then he never heard from the guy ever again. That's oh a horrible story. Yeah. Base, weren't you the guy that happened to? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> Another podcast where Abe somehow brings out one of the worst moments of my life. Yeah, Base was applying for some kind of job. We won't get into the details. It was out. It was actually in a different city, but um, this was a long time ago, and and Base did something where he he did something wrong, and then the guy just calls him back. He's like, oh, "You fucked that up, Base." He's like, "Oh, I didn't mean to. I meant to do this." And he goes, "Strike two. and then he hung up the phone on him, and then Base never heard from the guy again. <laughs> wow. Yada 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 yada. I didn't get the job. So really, that was strike two and three. <laughs> that was yeah. That, that was the entire count. He and, just didn't tell me that. And why didn't why didn't he start with strike one? Like. How, how does it just jump to strike? I, 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 must, I must have swing and a miss another time. He just didn't tell me that one either. He's like, your face was strike one. This is strike two, <laughs> pussy. Well, I don't think he's the same bully from middle school or anything. <laughs> but it is funny. It, it is funny with Sam. You cannot ask him a follow-up question. You have to get all the information. Whether he's giving you information or you're giving him information, everything needs to be done in one swoop. Like if yeah. Sam if Sam feeds me like tons of information and then I say, Oh, is it seven I just told you it was seven o'clock Are you listening? Yeah. You don't listen really, to me though, Let me let me uh I should I should balance this out a little bit, even though he's, he's not here and we usually bury the people. He'll, he'll be here. here he'll be here in a minute. Yeah, yeah, I I know. Um but that mostly applies to you. I, I think if you know, if I or base legitimately said like okay cool what time do you think you'll be ready he may he may like seize on the inside but the outward explosion wouldn't be as, as drastic as it is with you so he's like the teacher the teacher from the with you he's like the teacher from the movie whiplash like when he's talking to the little kid oh you probably never saw that i guess Buddy. my point is that, you know other people have a little bit more freedom to you know to be rational with sam well, because with Abe, Abe always starts out on strike two, whereas everybody else has the full count. Yeah, that's a good point. Like he's, just, he's just waiting. He, he licks his lips whenever Abe goes, wait, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Let me get this schmuck. <laughs> let me hear what this buffoon has to say. Meanwhile, I could ask the same question seven times over, and he wouldn't even blink an eye. If Abe said yeah. it was, weren't you listening? Sam, are we going to yeah. dinner? Stop talking. Sam, we're going to dinner at six. I told you it was seven. <laughs> How dare you not listen when I first, when I, re- do I have to regurgitate the information? 
Oh, wait, here he comes right now. Hold oh, on. Okay, good. <laughs> Sam. Gentlemen. Sam, we were just saying how you're like the soup Nazi from Seinfeld. What, why is that? Because <laughs> you, you only get one chance with you, or else you're fucked. <laughs> what do you, I, don't, I don't get it. What do you mean? Like, if you tell me we're going to dinner at 7, and then I'm like, Sam, what time are we going to dinner again? I tell you, it's 7! <laughs> well, no, it's, you know, because it's funny. I, I mean, I don't know, is, is everyone, is Ryan, are you on, and is Bass here? Yeah, we're all here. Yo! Yo, what's up, Bass? We, we have discussions about what time we're going to do this, and <laughs> every single time, you always want to do it 15, or 15 minutes early, or, or half an hour early. You can never stick to the time at hand. Like I planned my evening around that specific time, you see? <laughs> so it's not that difficult. Just stick to it. Right, you, you, notice, right. you notice that normal people don't say, you see? Like, only people like Sam throw in, <laughs> you see? Hang on. I would never say, I planned the evening around it, you see? That's what you say to idiots. But, <sighs> Ryder base, you guys... I mean, honestly, do you see a pattern here with him, or no? Is it just well? You, you were, we, we just said before that no matter what happens, whatever Abe asks or says anything to you, you're already at strike two. With no, 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 when no, it comes to when it comes saying, to Ryan and I, Dave, I'm, you're missing the point. I'm asking if you see a pattern with Abe Uh-oh. always wanting to start 15 minutes early. Yeah. Uh, why can't he just stick to that time? No, uh, Sam, <laughs> that's you're absolutely right. There is a pattern with Abe. I I think though. I mean, even the other day, like Saturday, he's like, "You guys just want to do it on Monday afternoon?" <laughs> yeah. And uh, w- but but I, it doesn't affect me like it does you. <laughs> yeah, it's not a big deal. All you have to say is no or yes. Like Ryan, have you ever- I'm curious why why that is though. Why, I mean, honestly, why why can't you just if it's, if you say nine fifteen and it's nine? Well, here, why honestly, can't you, just, like, you know you, you know why I really do it for Ryan's sake because I know he wakes up early. So I figure if we get started a little bit earlier... Why don't we say 9 then? Well, because I don't know what time I'm going to be safe. home. I, I didn't think I'd be home. Sometimes I get home later. 9.15 is like a safety net. Yeah, 9.15 is a safety net, but I'm hoping... you know, right, if we, so if I, I should Okay, so from now on, when you say 9.15, I'll just assume it's 9. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Abe, I thought we were starting at 9. <laughs> I'm looking at my... Oh, I know what it was. Honestly, I had run out to the grocery store, and I, I actually got hit by a train. I would have been here earlier. You got hit, hit by, by a train? train? Yeah, I got stop. I got hit. Stop. Oh. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say, well, I, man. I got hit by a train. <laughs> you sound fantastic for a guy who got hit by a train. Yeah, you no, see? I got stopped by a train, and I was rushing to get back, and I, I literally walked in the door two minutes ago. <laughs> you see? It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But Sam, welcome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You know, you know, I've been talking for a long time about how I want a rock station in Chicago called the Rock of Chicago, and it's like an awesome rock station that's desperately needed. Yeah. Yes. I, you guys have heard sure. me talk about this many times. I now have bigger plans for the city. I want to bring a cluster of radio stations. Number one, the Rock of Chicago. Number two, a classic hip-hop station called Regulate, like 92.3 Regulate. Wouldn't that be an awesome name for a classic hip-hop station? I like. I don't, I, I don't think. I don't think it was because it, it, these are all like. These are all like nineties. These are gonna be nineties these names. Hey asshole! Asshole! What? I like it. Wait, wait, Sam! 
What do you think a classic hip hop station is? It's playing nineties oh, music. Well, I'm sorry. See, I'm, I'm still getting my wits together um, from the, that tongue lashing. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, <laughs> my wits together after that tongue lashing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize. I, I didn't hear that. Why, why would you have ninety theme for a classic yep. hip hop? <laughs> no, but don't you guys? I'm going to step back for three minutes and go ahead. Let me get my wits together. But, yeah. but but I think that's a good idea, don't you guys? Base already agrees. Ryan, you're in on that? Yeah, it's not bad. I I mean... 92-3, regulate. And then the guy's going to sound like Ice-T, my imaging guy. Yo, this regulate. Here's, here's my only concern. When you skew, uh, sort of like... Like, that stuff does well on something like Sirius, where you know you have a bunch of options, but like, you know, there's a reason there's kind of like specialty shows on... Radio, it's because they don't serve. No, that's uh, a new that's a new for- That's actually a new format that a lot of cities are having. This throwback hip hop format. Hmm. I it, wonder how that would do like long term, though. Well, just Not like class- just like a classic rock station. I mean, it's classic hip hop. So I think you would I, get. I'd, yeah, listen, but, I'd listen to it. I'd listen but, to it all day. Hey, but guys, guys, just because classic. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Classic, like that example. But how well are classic rock stations doing? No, that's yeah, true. But, cla- but classic R&B stations are killing it out here. I think, mean, like, but V103 is number one, and that's all it is, is classic R&B. Yeah, so, like, you would get, not only, you wouldn't just get the black people, but you'd get all the white people uh, who grew up listening to Snoop Dogg and Dre and Tupac and Biggie and Jay-Z and even play Run DMC and all that stuff. I think it would be good. Yeah, no, now, it's a great idea. I mean, I have little faith, though, in, in radio people to do that right. But I, if well, it's that's an why I'm doing cluster, yeah. And Ryan, Ryan, any, that's why you're doing it. And Ryan, any any radio <laughs> any radio venture, of course, you would be involved with as either. Well, you'd be oh, on with course. our you'd be on with our show, of course, but maybe a music director or whatever it is. Ryan, you're you're involved. Yeah, no, it's a little faith. Radio people seem to get everything right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no, Abe, that's an awesome offer. We should definitely talk uh, talk financial. <laughs> no, 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 I don't just need one station. I need to. But wait, there's more. Oh, so, Dave, oh, you already have an angel investor? Or? I do, Mark Cuban. I'm, Char- I'm going to bring it to Shark Tank. Yeah. Mark, I have mm-hmm. these three station ideas. So, you know all I've been listening to for the last few days is BPM on Sirius XM, which is an EDM station? That's yeah, all I've been... Last time you did this, you started thinking you were an EDM artist, and you made a song, <laughs> but it was garbage, and some real DJ had to remix it to make it listenable, so I can't wait to hear what this idea... If you go to if you go to abecannon.com right now, there's actually a music video done by my friend Matt Stromer of the remix that DJ Arrow, the world-famous DJ Arrow, remixed my song, Centaur. Wow. So if you go to Abe... Yeah. Everyone should watch this video, abecannon.com. There's these, like, slides on there. It's the third one. It says... The Centaur video, and it's one of the hottest EDM songs you'll ever hear. Yeah. So, anyways, my idea is to bring an EDM station to Chicago because that's like the popular music for the younger kids now. Is it still? Yeah. It's huge, bass. I, I, I didn't. I didn't realize it was still in. Maybe that's because you're not. That's because you're old. That's well, that's why I said maybe we got older. <laughs> yeah, you're out of the demo. We don't want you listening, bass. Well, right now the only music I hear is like Sesame Street and the Numbers Game, and yeah. <laughs> I want and Hickory Hickory Dickory Dock. So that's that's my demographic right now. I want Mendez and Lisa to listen, not you. <laughs> <laughs> point, point taken. But here, here's my question, guys: if I if I want to start listening to EDM music, 
do I have to like? Because like I'll I'll dance in the car while I'm listening, and I'm I'm you know. Hey, hey, let me let me stop you. So you're actually you're enjoying EDM. I mean, I'm, that's kind of impressive. I'm surprised that you're listening to anything new at all. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying it a lot. I've been listening to it for the last few wow. days. I listen to all that, right. and and actually, I listen to Backspin, which is the classic hip hop station. Yeah. So I think that's why I need to bring these two to Chicago. But anyways, so if you're do so when I dance in the car, like you know how you dance with your legs in the car, Ryan? You ever do that? <laughs> dance with my legs in the car. Yeah. <laughs> um, explain that because I don't think I do. Because like <laughs> you know, you'll just move your legs around and dance like you're at the club or something. <laughs> no, I, I Sam, don't. I know you. I, do. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not just being disagreeable. No, I really don't. I don't know what you mean. Dance with your legs. I mean, I guess when you dance, your legs are involved, but I don't. I don't even. I don't even dance with my legs when I dance. Right, I'm not in the car. Well, see, that's my point. Is that I have zero, absolutely zero. Like I can't even move my legs on a real dance floor. But in the car, it looks pretty awesome what I'm doing. <laughs> so I was wondering, like, so you should be the guy at the dance floor that just sits in a chair, just flopping his legs around. Yeah, well, th- that's yeah, my that's question. Well, here's my question, fellas. <laughs> so if I'm if I'm at a, a, a club that's playing this kind of music. Like, all I ever see are, like, guys, they always, like, drop. Like, I don't know if they drop in from the ceiling, but there's always a circle, and some guy drops in, and then he, like, sticks his tongue out, and he just starts dancing with all the other guys. Like, you rarely, <laughs> like, if you ever go to, like, one of those, there's always, like, all these really attractive girls walking around drinking, and then there's, like, five or six guys in a circle dancing, like, really hard together and sticking their tongues out and sweating. So, Sam, you've seen it. You, you used to go to, like, clubs yeah. and stuff. Well, I, yeah, I saw it 15 years ago. I don't know if it's still going on. I'm sure it's the same shit where they all dance together and it's like hard dancing and then sweating and then tongues out and they 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 keep got like a new. It's almost like this, when the SWAT team drops in, like some guy just drops in from the ceiling in the middle. <laughs> they crash through the windows with grappling hooks. Red team go! Red team go! Yeah. So my my question is how like do I have to become like how could I learn how to dance like that? Because I, I don't really want to dance with the guys, though. Like, I want to go out there and do my own thing, and then all the ladies, you know, come around. I think it's it's probably a lot of trial by fire. I mean, those guys, you know, they they went, you know, they put in the time, uh, and, and they picked it up. You know, I mean, I'm sure it, it may have started with dancing with their legs in the car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but those, I mean, you, gotta, you just got to do it, man. You got to get in there and, and pick it up from the greats. Yeah, I was just—I I just don't know what because I, I would like to start going to some of those clubs and stuff, but I don't want to yeah. just be in the corner. You know what, you, Abe, you've aged out. I mean, you have to understand. Well, I have I'm 33. No, you haven't. For an EDM club, Dude, Abe, the, the, like, the demo is like 18 to 23. That's senior citizen, Abe, for an EDM oh, club. Oh, it is. But I look young. Yeah, they. Yeah, they probably wouldn't let you in. It's like zero gravity, where you have to be 18. 18 is the limit. Well, first yeah, of all, you wouldn't get a lit in because you don't have to wear any kind of nice clothes. You just t-shirt, jeans, and sneakers. So no, that eliminates I'll, you from I'll, half the clubs would, right there. Would, at best, they would think you're a drug dealer. I mean, you'd have no chance. <laughs> <of doing anything. laughs> well, in that case, you'd have a pretty good chance. But if you go to one of those clubs, there's always an older guy. who He talks like this, and he calls everyone kid. What's up, kid? <laughs> there's, there's always at least three of those guys. So if I just change my voice and call everyone kid... I'm sure I could get in. Like, what's up, kid? Who's who's spinning tonight, kid? Sure. I, right? I don't know, man. I think you have an uphill battle on this one. I'm just trying to figure out how I would navigate this. Like, 
I'm sure there's. Not I'm very, sure there's. Not very well. I'm I, sure there's older people at, at these places. You know, there really isn't. There yeah, really it, isn't. It, but EDM I mean, clubs, it, there's not older guys who don't like the music. No, wearing like, t-shirts and carpenter jeans. Just do I wear carpenter jeans? I, no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. Like thirty-eight, thirty would be considered. I mean, it, it taps out. Really maxes out. I think like at college, like college senior, maybe yeah. a year or two after. I mean. Uh, uh, yeah, th- it's it's probably well well past time. But every Mexican girl I know who's between the ages of like thirty and thirty five all listen to that music. So oh. so aren't they all there listening? And now no. there's Abe's focus group right there. No, but you know what I'm saying. No. Like they're always yeah, like, oh, I love you. Mexican yeah. girls, thirty to thirty five. You see the issue right there. What? You're not a girl anymore if you're thirty five. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Sam. Women. I mean, I, and I do, th- a lot yeah. of it is probably, you know, think about the stuff that you know, feels nostalgic to you that you like listening to. It's, I don't know. I mean, what that tells me is that the women between 30 and 35 Mexican that you know <laughs> probably were, were club rats back in the day, and it's the closest thing they can get to it now. I mean, they, they've, they've grown up a bit, probably. But Sam, you said I could just go there and pretend like I'm a drug dealer, right? What's up, kid? Yeah, but that's not like that's not a desirable <laughs> position. I mean, especially with the things around. We've talked about this a million times, Ryan. If you're the drug, if you're the guy with the drugs, you leave with the ladies. Yeah, but we've also discussed this a million times, Abe. It, those aren't the ladies you want to leave with. I mean, yeah. I, what's your, up, your kid? Focus is, your focus is quite confusing this evening. I, I'm. I've I was just trying. You. Yeah. You know, weird. Um, this is just a weird podcast. Hey, the girl that you go home with that's interested for your cocaine is going to leave with your wallet. Oh, is she? Yeah, because when she realizes you don't actually have cocaine. And you're right. 34 years old. 33. <laughs> Where's the drugs? <laughs> oh, I ran out. Oh, what's up, kid? I keep calling her kid. <laughs> yeah, and she's asking me, like, all right, where's it at? Where's it at? Uh, I ran out, kid. Right. Lexi, you know, she's, she's leaving in your car. Ryan, remember? You're leaving in your car. You're just eating wings. She grabs your wallet, as, you know, <laughs> and, and then on her way to your car, she sees that you're 33 and just, just like oh, throws your wallet in the door. She sees me in the regular the light. She sees me in the regular lighting. She realizes that I'm not 19, like I said. Are <laughs> <laughs> you 19? So, <laughs> whatever that 19 year old drug dealer it turns out he's 34 and he eats wings without his shirt on the minute we got home. 33. What's up, kid? Uh, Oh, Remember that scene in uh, in Forty Year Old Virgin where 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 he tells Steve Carell not to talk, just to like ask questions. Like that's that's how I talk to her. Like, what's up, kid? Yeah, kid. Yeah, kid. What's up, kid? You live in you live in a you live in a unique world. Honestly, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it surprises me. That even you, I mean, I mean, you don't surprise me all the time, but the fact that you think that it's normal for someone your age to hang out at EDM clubs. No, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I don't know how I don't know how old they are in there. That's what I'm asking you guys. I, young, but I don't know. I think you guys are off with the age on that. I don't think we are. No. Like Tiesto, if you go if you go to Vegas, Tiesto is playing all the hot clubs in Vegas. So you have the hot clubs again. First of all, well, that's Vegas. You know. Second of all. The, the hot club, any anytime you say hot and club together, that means young. It doesn't mean thirty four year old. No, it does, Sam. Guys. I mean, it's, Sam, I'm thirty three. <laughs> Why is everyone calling me thirty four? Abe, Abe, you would fit in just perfectly if you're the thirty three year old asshole with bottle service, letting all the chicks in there, and all oh, they do is use you for the booze. Other than that, you have 
no business being in one of those clubs. What if I learn how to drop in and do that dance with all the guys? <laughs> well, then I stand corrected. I, I don't, guys, it, it, Sam and Bass, let's, I'm, it's just one of those deals where there is, where the only answer is the answer Abe's looking for. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm really curious. Uh, okay. I'm really curious. I don't know how old. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're right. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast and you're, if you, you know, you know anything about EDM music, just, you know, just reply in the comments or something and just let me know how old normal people are in there. You know, how do you do that drop in dance? Do I, if I go, do I have to call everyone kid to fit in? Those kind of things. Yeah, I, I don't think the kid thing will, will really resonate too well. But, uh, <laughs> and I think too, when you're, when you're talking about a DJ like Tiesto in a place like Vegas, you're casting a much wider net. So you're probably bound to get a couple 35 year old scrubs in there. You no, know, but, looking to, no, but, but Ryan, when you go to a Vegas club, that's what they're Abe, playing. And everyone there I is in their 30s. But, Abe, listen, that's what I'm saying. That's because it's Tiesto and Vegas. That's who goes to Vegas. 30, 30s. I mean, you're, you're, but when you're talking about like going to, um, you know, the Swanson Loft to see DJ Super Duper, <laughs> like, it's not. The Swanson Loft. <laughs> that's not like. That's not going to be your Vegas crowd. That's going to be your, you know, 24 year old chick looking to, like, swallow as much ecstasy as possible. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's not where, you know, it's not like. A uh, husband and wife go to dinner and then head over to. <laughs> it's not like a lounge, right? I mean, that, that's like this—that's the place you find out about, you know, with a Snapchat that you only get a code from on the college campus. Like you're, yeah. you're off there. And the only place to sit is the cube that people are dancing on. Like there's and no chair. There's yeah, eight. I mean, cu- there's eight cubes in the middle of the dance room, and people are standing on dancing. <laughs> It's, it's, so yeah, when you say Tiesto in Vegas, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. I mean David Guetta, Skrillex, like those. Guys yeah, are that's, what, that's in. what I'm talking about. I, I understand, Abe, but that's a different. You'd be fine going to one of those shows in Vegas, but that's your only bet. Like that's the safe place for you. You can't. If you really want to get into this, you're out of op- You have no options here. So I'm gonna have to move to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not the first time yeah. we said that to you. I've always wanted a reason to move to Vegas. Uh, you just need, you like, just need the extra reason to move to Vegas. Yeah, looks like Vegas is about to get a cluster of radio stations. <laughs> <laughs> I just need one one rich person. Like Sam, what do you call it? An angel, an angel investor? If you have Bill- yeah, yeah. I'm sure we have at least one billionaire listening to this. Yeah, but Abe, angel investors aren't interested in. Dying ideas like radio. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're investing in new shit. Yeah, like, radio station, yeah. That's, a ter- that's a terrible investment. A radio station. Yeah, but we could get them. We could get in cheap now. <laughs> oh Good luck God. with that. Is all I gotta say. Oh my goodness. Let's move on to something else because Ryan last podcast it was just me, Ryan, and Sludge, and Sam and Bass had other engagements, and. We talked about something. I just wanted to bring this up really quick because I'm really getting hit up about it. This thing called Peak Hotness, which was a, a place I want to open up where it's in the mall, and I take you from what you are now to your peak hotness. So, like, Sam would walk in with his normal jumpsuit on, and I would say, no, Sam, let's put you in these jeans, this shirt. Let me fix your facial hair this way. Let me put you in this haircut, this and that, and I'll take you to what I would call your peak hotness. And yeah, well, what is that like? Do you make everyone look like they're going to a um, Tiesto show? Is that <laughs> no? It depends on what, like, with your body type, 
like base and you would have two completely different looks, but I will take you from like right now, Sam's probably at a four of his potential peak hotness. I can take him. Why are you qualified to take us there? (laughs) Sam, trust me, the whole, the like more than half of the last podcast was me asking him that question. Wait, Ryan, wait, and I have an answer. Wait, wait, hang on guys. I have an answer for that. Sam's question is the reason why I'm bringing it back up. Now, when you look at Oprah, she's an obese slob who's great at giving people good advice on diets and all kinds of stuff. But she herself isn't, (laughs) listen, Sam, she herself isn't following those plans. And those plans have helped tons of people lose weight. Oprah's disgusting. Yet, you know what? You're actually actually right. I mean, honestly, that's so you, it's a, it's a form, (laughs) Ryan, it's a form of discrimination that you wouldn't let me be the person who, who who decides what peak hotness is. Maybe I'm not at my peak hotness, but I know how to get others to their peak hotness. You see trainers who are overweight, slobs, but they're good trainers. Hold on, you never see an overweight slob trainer. Yes, you do, base. If you if you if if you want to learn how to play basketball, you want to get a coach who's played in the league. You want yeah, to get somebody Tom, who's Tom played. Tom Thibodeau's in great shape. See, that's a great well, example, base. You just made a great point. Okay, but you're using the one in a million guy. Nine, 99.99% of those people have played the sport or looked the part. Yeah, like Jeff Van Gundy. He's in great shape. But he's a commentator right now, so he doesn't even coach. Or they started at at an, a very amateur level and coached their way their way up. Well, that's what I want to do. I want to start from the bottom. Wasn't, Tom Thibodeau's first job wasn't coach, was head coach of the Bulls. I mean, it's not like he was... You know, he spent 25 years on the side. So, but the other thing, Abe, here's what you have to understand. Oprah is merely the uh, facilitator. She she brings in people who are actually That's what I'm doing. Are, That's the same thing I do. So really, you you just want to open this place. Yeah, I I'm mean, opening it up. And of course, I will, I'll be like the guy, like I'm like Oz. Like, they'll bring them to me last. I'll be like, oh, let's get Sam in this T-shirt instead. Maybe a size up, a size down. Let me see the waistband on those pants. Let me see the shoes. Oh, he's wearing the right socks. Let me get him in the right facial hair, et cetera, et cetera. What a weirdo. <laughs> you are, man. You are a weirdo. How am I a weirdo? This is a good business idea. Could you admit, and I want to put it here in Chicago, at Chicago Ridge Mall, it's a perfect place. Ryan, you're telling me if there was a sign. If there was a sign. That says peak hotness. You don't think people would walk in and I'd be like, "Hey, let me let me take let me see what you got going here." Oh, you're a slob. Okay, let me help you out. Maybe, but Why? you have to understand that the, the, those those that already exists. It's called stylus. Yeah, but you it's not set up. A fashionable mall for your idea. That's that's, that's the irony. Of yeah, it. because there's gonna be a lot of slobs. There's gonna be a lot of slobs. So wait, if you were to be at a kiosk at a mall and like how people when you walk by they always yell at chicks like, "Hey, your hair's dry," would you just be yelling out, "Hey, you're a fucking slob"? No, it's not a kiosk. Hey, you suck. No, it's an actual storefront, basically. That, see, it's classier than you. See, you're thinking low class. Look at the guy with the helicopter. The guy oh, yeah. with the, you're, you're gonna you're gonna have to start kiosk level before you get to the big. Dive. No, I'm going right yeah. into brick and mortar. Oh my god! In order to. <laughs> This is ridiculous. A space, a storefront at Chicago Ridge Mall is high class. <laughs> higher, I said higher class uh, than some asshole. Okay. Hey, hey, look at that helicopter, brother. You want one? $40. That's the- I bought three of those. Yeah, so you're the asshole that they're they're aiming at. Look, oh, here he comes. Why, 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 why not? Don't mind if I do. I love helicopters. But, base, you're telling me that there's not, especially, I'll, I'll probably prey on women. 
just because they'll be easier to and, and I'm gonna really help them. I know I know I use the word prey, but of course I need to make <laughs> yeah, money. That's a bad choice of words. Prey. <laughs> I'll pray on women. But I'll bring women in and I'll say, Hey, I could get you here. Your arms shouldn't be wearing a sleeve like some women wear sleeveless shirts that shouldn't be wearing them. Let me put you in sleeves. Let me put you in this, let me put you in that. Hey, just just ready to draw that Oprah comparison a lot. You're gonna you're gonna have, you're gonna have to use that explanation a lot. Yep. I just think it's a good business idea. If it's discrimination if you guys wouldn't give me a shot at it. No, that it's not at all. It's not discrimination. Stop being ridiculous. Here here, Abe, if you honestly want to make a run at this and want to be taken seriously, put together a portfolio. Grab fifteen, twenty of your friends, give them you know, put them in front of an actual like get a photographer with an actual backdrop. Oh, you Sam is one of the photos. clients. Listen. Take photos of your boy Juan and, and you know PJ and all, all, your, all your buddies and take photos of them now just as they are. Be like, just come as you are. Don't even don't look good. Just just show up. Take before photos. Get get the right team involved. Get out. You know, get some get some clothes that you are really into. And get these guys fixed up. A stylist, take them over to Thomas West Salon. <laughs> get, them, get them done right. And then take after photos. And put together an actual portfolio, a website, something to show people, this is what I can do. Because right now, it's getting more ridiculous the more you just talk about it. You know what sounds like a store that would that would be designed just so you could tell people they look like slobs. But Ryan, wouldn't it be easier if I took a guy like you who's close to your peak hotness, take a picture of you, and then put you in that sick outfit you wear with the the pink eye and all that shit with the glasses? And then and and, and I could see that's what I should do, Ryan, for the portfolios because it's easier to take people who are close to peak hotness and make them look absolutely disgusting. Perfect example of the Abe Cannon shortcut. You're trying to do it backwards. Well, you're just for the, the before who picture. looks good, and then going, all right, now let me know when you're sick so I can show up before. Like that's that's completely not what you're saying that you're going to do. No, I know, but this, this is just for the pictures. It's just like when, when McDonald's no. takes a picture of a Big Mac, they're like yeah, airbrushing you can't, you can't it. Take a decent-looking guy, and give him pink eye, and, and say you did something this is good. The, like. This is honestly the exact lack of integrity I'm talking about. That, that like you're just waiting till someone who's already handsome gets sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, just wear that that no, outfit. Like it's pink eye. Ryan, that outfit you wear with oh. the sleeveless shirt, the the the, the, the glasses. Oh yeah, that dry outfit, hair. The one I have. The, I have it hang. I have it. <laughs> I <just> dry clean. <laughs> dry <laughs> hair. Garment, hanging in a garment bag right now in my closet. <laughs> it's all in one bag. It's like an outfit. Everyone's gonna wear in, in, the, in the before pictures. Everyone's gonna have on glasses and dry hair. That that's two, that's two things that we have to have in the before pictures. Uh, you are sick. Don't you guys, <laughs> Ryan? I sent you that video right of that that old man who kicked that girl in the ass. Yeah, there's this there's this hilarious video of this girl who's probably leaving like a Skrillex concert, and she just squats down and starts pissing in the middle of the street, and this old man just runs up to her and kicks her right in the ass. Don't you think we exactly, Sam? Don't you think we need more old guys to keep shit in order like that? Because you know there was like 
when she was doing it, you know, like Burns and like Ducky and all the guys were like, yeah, go, go, piss, 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 pussy, piss, pussy, piss. And like, they were all just like cheering her on. And then you need some old guy. Like, Why? I oughta. And then he kicked her. He kicked her so hard right in the ass. And then she got up, pulled her skirt down and looked totally embarrassed. Don't yeah, we need and her? Bo- her boobs were out while she was peeing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I think we need more old guys for checks and balances. Because shit like that, like some girls shouldn't just start pissing in the middle of the street. Yeah. And do you ever no, know? You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, like old guys can be sort of like, uh, like Mounties are in Canada, where they just like, they don't really have like a lot of power, you know, but they just kind of, they patrol. Like, they regulate. Yeah. Like we need like old guys on patrol. Like they're not real cops or officers of the law, but like kind of like a teacher in grade school, like the, the monitoring the halls, like they, right. they do have power to tell you like, take that gum out of your mouth or that sometimes they'll push you against the wall real hard or like stuff like that. They have power. Kind of like Clint Eastwood. It was that grand Torino, the grand Torino, whatever that movie was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that kind of power. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. We're, cause we're in a bad spot where I think a lot of young people they just don't give a shit like it's like no rules and, and i'm not all about rules but i don't even want i don't want her to get arrested i just want him you to can't like, just go around you just can't go around breaking all the rules no, Abe, i i agree with you in this in the sense like she in that case that chick got exactly what she deserved nothing more nothing less yeah. like that was like a public exactly embarrassment what, she she'll never yeah. forget it she was publicly yep. embarrassed by the old man ducky and burns are still going to try to get laid yeah, babe, fuck that old timer. I should have kicked his ass, babe. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. It is funny how guys I, cheer on the stupidish. Like, like, like at a Metallica concert, two girls are making out. Guys just pop out and like, go, 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 go. <laughs> Base, I assume you're one of those guys <laughs> based on your non-reaction. I've been known to do it a time or two. Base, are you the guy at the concert who always, like, if there's a girl in the middle of the mosh pit, you'll start rubbing your dick on her? Like, you stand oh, behind... I, I, I will have done that before the mosh pit begins. No, but do you, do you, you'll you find the she's only the girl... the reason she got up. Like, she... <laughs> <laughs> she's like, put me up, put me up, just to, just to get away from yeah, Base. Yeah. Base, how many <laughs> girls have you put up in mosh pits? Probably more than anyone. I've, I've done my share. I, I, I don't exactly have a running tally, but it's it's embarrassing. Ryan, enough. that's probably a good a gauge of knowing if you're like creepy is if a girl asks you to put her up because like she's go when a girl gets put up in a mosh pit, that means she's basically can get molested by a hundred guys because every yeah. guy will start like grabbing her boobs, her ass, fingering her. They do everything disgusting you can imagine, and she's so disgusted by base that she would rather be in that environment. So that's, how you, that's how you know. No, no offense, take it. That's how you know you're a creepy guy. If a girl's ever said, "Hey, can you put me up," you throw me on top. So like, so that I'm so disgusted by your disgusting crotch grinding on me all show that I want 700 guys to grab my crotch. Well, by then I've gotten what I've needed out of it, so it's fine by me. But do you do that, base? You, you that sounds so gross, base. I've never done that. You've never done that. No, you've seen those guys. I know you have, Sam. You've seen those guys before. Oh, they yeah. post. They post. It's like they post up. Like they post up shop. They say, and then they put their arms around her and they push everyone who tries to like get close. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> it's like they, it's like it's like they have a mosh pit girlfriend for two hours and then they go back home and jerk off. 
exactly what it is. It's the it's like the prison mentality. I mean, and you know what? I think it's a bad time to be one of those guys because I feel like we're really in the middle of a woman's movement again. You guys kind of see that happening? What? In what way? It's kind of like a woman's power movement, like women's lib, like equality. I mean, I see a lot of stuff. Yeah, where they're not going to put up with Twitter that bullshit. And on the news, like women are kind of getting sick of that kind of shit. And right now they're kind of standing. I don't know. I don't know if they're ever actually tolerant of that kind of stuff. Yeah, they just kind of put no, up. No, you're with right. It. They say well, but I feel like there's. I mean, there's there's a there's a movement now to respect women more. At least, like I, I don't know. Like Limp Bizkit probably wouldn't fly right now. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I understand what you're saying. I mean, I, I don't think it's ever been like. I I, 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 I guess I don't know that it's ever been back to those kind of people. Like if they if they would kind of go away during these times. Well, so, no, Sam, I think any the same girl who was in the Power Man 5000 mosh pit in 2001 is the same girl in the Power Man 5000 mosh pit in 2015. Yeah, okay. And the same guy who was wearing Jankos and pushing everyone back, it's the same guy who's doing it today, I think. Right. Because a girl who doesn't want to get... I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm just thinking about, like, you know, right now we're kind of in a sense of heightened awareness about police so I, I think police would probably you know your abusive officer would probably want to be more careful right did you now. guys see that video of the of the homeless guy who got killed yeah no. did you see that ryan i don't think so i mean I, I i recently haven't seen a video of a homeless guy getting killed so no <laughs> <laughs> there was there was uh six cops in la something there was some homeless guy and they were like trying to hold him down there were six cops and then one of them shot him like five times and killed him. Okay. Interesting. What, I mean, what was their... What, Why were they what trying was, to hold him down? That yeah. explanation of it. There was a homeless gentleman who, um, uh, you know, for whatever reason, the cops apprehended him. And apparently he was kind of going into a spasm and... Um, they held him down, and I, they said he reached for one of their guns, and when that happened, they fired, like, four shots into him. But, I mean, why are we talking about this, number one? I I don't know how this is related to anything. Well, no, I, I actually have a point to make about it. Okay, well, so, so, I mean, right. so really, I guess the ridiculous part is it take you have five police officers, and they're holding this guy down, and it's like, why why couldn't they handle that without having to shoot him? I mean, why did, yeah. it, why did it get to a point when you, when you have five cops that the guy could reach for a cop's gun? Well, because you don't know the whole, I don't know the whole situation, man. I well, mean, it was all on video. Well, there's a video-based. There's a video. Is there a video of how it started? Well, no, what I'm saying is when they're holding, okay, so they're holding the guy down, right? Right. Mm-hmm. This is what we see on the video. They're holding the guy down, and they claim that he reached, they, they, all you see is they're holding him down, then you see them shooting him. Nice. But they say, you know, after, after the fact that he reached for one of the cop's guns. My question is, why would it take five cops plus to prevent a guy from reaching for a cop's gun? If you have five cops holding somebody down, wouldn't that be a, one for each limb and then one to, like, punch him in the face? Like, yeah. why, why, why does it take more than five cops to hold down one 110-pound homeless man? And, and here's my point, is that why don't cops carry around tranquilizer guns? Because then... Like non-lethal weapons? No, but I'm saying, like, for situations like this, they should have a tranquilizer gun and a regular gun. You only need your regular mm-hmm. gun for shootouts. Well, usually they have those tasers, which are supposed to be kind of the same. No, they do have a well, taser. They were, t- but- they were tasing him, too, I think. Yeah, but a tranquil... And he still going? Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I guess uh, a couple of rounds, and the guy will stop him. Red balls. 
Yeah, but 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 my but a tranquilizer gun shouldn't that knock you out immediately? Yeah, but if you can't give cops nineteen weapons, this isn't uh, this isn't Call of Duty. Like, <laughs> I mean, you go get the tranquilizer, get the uh, get the level two um, taser. No, no but why all could... that's gonna do, Abe, 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 really, if you think about it, let's. Let, I, I I completely understand where you're coming from, but let's think about how that would really play out. All you're doing is giving cops another weapon. Like, all they would do is then tranquilize you, and when you can't fight, then shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then they fought yeah. a real gun. Yeah, then they, I mean, then when you're passed out and you have, like, four, you know, aggressive cops, I mean, that just makes things worse. It's not like you can go, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Cops will use that for the intended purpose and nothing else. <laughs> but, but if they make a tranquilizer gun that you could put, like, eight rounds in, I don't know how they work, but maybe, I don't know, is it one shot? No, eight, now you're giving them eight shots to get you. No. But I, but I think you have to hit them right in the jugular in order to be that instantaneous. Bases they right, yeah, old school like, when Will yeah, Ferrell gets shot. Yeah, yeah you, you can't just shoot him in the ass and over there, or he's got to be right in the jugular, man. No, because then if they miss, then they're going to trank someone else, and then, you know, like a little family is going to be like at Disney World, passed out, <laughs> you know. They're going to miss the target. It, it would be a disaster, especially if you gave them eight rounds. But wait, hang on, uh, hang on. This. Let's break this down, though. Because if you use a tranquilizer gun, at least then later on, you could see, like, you'll never kill anyone. You could put them out to the ground. They're as good as dead for that however many minutes that they're out. And then you could check out the carnage and then decide what's going on. No, no, what, no, if the no, dose, no. what if the dosage Dude. is too high and you kill somebody? No. Listen, you're missing the point, Abe. That is already what cops can do. They have, they have a ta- in this instance, let's say this one, they had five cops. They had tasers. That is, they had more than enough to use non-lethal force. The, the problem, and I, exactly. I, don't, I mean, the problem is that it kind of sounds like cops are, not all of them, there's a lot of good cops. Yeah. It sounds like these cops are, they're, gonna, they, they're looking for a reason to use their gun. Yeah, some cops are a little overzealous with the firearm. So I, I, I think Abe, you're, in a perfect world, yeah, that'd be great if, if they could just, like, calm the situation with a... No, a I'm just saying in general. Yeah. I'm saying in general that why don't cops right. just carry tranquilizer guns because... I think Ryan's point is it really they don't really, want to. It's not really practical in most situations. They don't want to. Abe, uh, there's an, even if they carried a tranquilizer gun, deep down they really are going to be wanting to reach for that real gun. No, but if they just took... Okay, so let's say we use tranquilizer guns. When you shoot someone with a real gun, like the Ferguson kid or whatever, it takes a few bullets to knock him down. You shoot him with one tranquilizer bullet, you take him down, and then you handcuff him, and then you, you assess the damage. Whereas... Tranquilizer and, bullet? What's that? It's not a, first of all, tranquilizer is not a bullet. That's what I'm saying. We, we need to get him into a bullet. I mean, hey, do you think the tranquilizer instantaneously knocks somebody out? I mean, if you're... If a cop it's is not, it's not the movies. Out, well, I don't know. It's, like, it's, like, it's, like it's, like it's not like in the movies where you hit them and they go down instantly. It usually takes a little while for them to kick in. What were you saying, Sam? I don't know what I was saying. I mean, this is, it's a stupid idea. That's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible idea. How about this one? Don't resist arrest. Just go down. Let them I arrest you. you have a book, of, a book of bad ideas, like a lovely <laughs> book. <laughs> Why don't they just let them arrest them? Just get arrested. Don't fight back. Don't don't try to take on six cops. Don't try to even look like you're going for a gun. Just go in handcuffs and call a lawyer. That's all you got to do. Yeah, if you keep yeah, your you mouth shut. You, you don't need, uh, you don't need to die. 
I don't know, but the best, the best option is not to take him on. His name was Mr. Africa. You think he has a lawyer? That was, that was what they called him. Well, don't take on the cops, otherwise you get killed. They have guns for a reason. The guns aren't there just to, just to show. They have guns. Speaking of killing, did you guys see Kanye West got some kind of visionary award? And then he talked about how Robert Kardashian was a genius for getting OJ off. Oh, <laughs> did I see that? I did. No. He goes, he goes, everyone said that I got rich, so I got a white girl. He goes, nah, she was with broke black guys before. And then he told this story about how Robert Kardashian, someone used the N-word around him, I guess. And he like made a big scene and he told Kim, one day you might have a black baby. And he goes, and then Robert Kardashian, the genius he is, got OJ Simpson off. Wow. Like, like why, why, why? You're telling a story about how the guy is, you know, how he loves black people, how, how he's not racist. And then you tell a story about how he uh, manipulated facts to get two white people, to, to, to not get justice for two white people and to get OJ Simpson off. I mean, it's ridiculous. He called him a, how can you call that guy a genius for getting off a guy who everyone knows is guilty? Because your wife is sitting 10 feet from you, staring a hole through you. But even she can't, she, Kim Kardashian is even dumb enough to ever say that. Oh, I just want to say that my dad's a genius. Oh, I think she is. For, I don't think so, because she looked kind of mortified oh, I by it. I, I, you're giving her way too much credit. Yeah, I, I definitely think I think <laughs> she thinks her dad is a genius. And by the way, for me, when I watched that clip, the Robert Kardashian thing was like totally a footnote to, to Kanye basically saying that Kim has spent her entire life craving the black pipe. <laughs> I mean, for him to say, trust me, she was with broke black dudes too. Yeah, yeah. Like that's basically just him being like, she's a size queen. She always has been. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are or what you do. As long as you swing that big black hammer, my, my wife would at some point consider getting down with you. I, it, yeah. I mean, that, I couldn't believe that he said that. Yeah, I couldn't believe he said any of that shit. Actually, like yeah. you're getting a, a a visionary award, and that's what you decide to talk about. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was a genius ringing OJ off, and my wife loves black cock. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone starts giving him a standing ovation. Yep. Thank you. And now, now our next visionary goes to the widow of Steve Jobs for Steve Jobs' great and, work and with know, Apple. <laughs> that speech. It really, you know, there are a lot of times where it's like ridiculous, you know, Kanye, you know, the song Jesus Walks, Jesus, the whole, the whole Jesus comparison, but that speech did have a lot of parallels to an actual speech Jesus gave, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it was almost word for word, yeah. uh, Jesus talking about <laughs> um, Sarah in the Bible, who was a noted size queen. That's why she hooked up with uh, Abraham. Oh, no, wait. Abraham hooked up with, um, what's her name? Denzel. <laughs> Sarah hooked up with Denzel. <laughs> and then Malik Malik came by who had a bigger dick. Yeah. What was that in Leviticus? Book yeah. chapter 3, verses 9 through 14. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and look. And I could be completely wrong with this. I'm not Leviticus. sure. So I apologize if I offended anyone. That story may not be in the Bible. <laughs> Did you guys see um, that? <laughs> this is funny too. Kevin Garnett 
apparently throws cell phones in the toilet. What? Like when he he said, uh, here's the quote. As one of our veteran guys told our young guys yesterday, hey, listen, when KG walks in the locker room, your phones better be tucked away. Because if they're not, they're going to get thrown in the toilet on game night. Because <laughs> Kevin Garnett went back. Kevin Garnett went back to the Timberwolves. So Flip Saunders is like, like he's he's celebrating this. Like KG wants no nonsense in the locker room. He says well, he's he's he's, he's so changed. He does it to prove a point. He does it like get off your phones. Is that why? Yeah, he it's, he says that he's changed their culture. Um, when, when he was with the Celtics, Doc, Doc Rivers told them they had veteran players and everything else. But when he went in the locker room, the music was cut off and everything. What an asshole! Like who? The, who's Kevin Garnett? Nah, nah, nah. No music. T- put those phones right in the toilet. They best be put away. They go <laughs> right in the toilet. Understand? I mean, what an asshole! <laughs> I know. Like I'm sorry. I I mean. <laughs> Dude, that's like the craziest thing I've ever heard. A yeah. grown man throwing another man's phone in the toilet. And, <laughs> and, and, and does he do that thing where he like holds you? Why not start you? with, hey, put your phone away, asshole. Like, if you don't want the phones out, tell the guy to put his phone out. Did don't you, just walk in with a box and say, all right, phone's <laughs> in the box. They going in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, why? <laughs> no. <laughs> he, doesn't no give you a ch- he doesn't even give you a chance to put it back in your pocket. <laughs> he just puts it right in the toilet. <laughs> and like does he do that thing where he like grabs and then holds you back with his left arm like you're trying to grab it or or is it just like you just know you have to give him your phone because i wouldn't just give my phone to kevin i don't care how big he is if kevin Garnett yeah, took no. my phone you better believe i'm gonna fight him and you know he just punches guys right in the face too if they want to back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i mean dude that's insane i'm gonna black your eye just, like- i'm gonna blacken up that eye what if he was like, hey, my kid's in the hospital. I'm trying to call him and find out what's wrong. Well, don't do that <laughs> on my time. I was trying to find out what happened to my son, and then Kevin Garnett wanted it through my phone in the toilet. Do that shit on someone else's time. <laughs> I wonder if there's one toilet in the, in the Timberwolves locker room. It's like, a, like a, the fountain at the mall where a bunch of pennies are. It's just like... Just a, cell phones piled up. Like a, a double, triple-sized toilet. With and, like and people just shit in that toilet. In yeah, there's all the toilets there. You just shit and piss on them and everything. They just Because they don't flush down. Like, a toilet doesn't flush down. He just throws it in there, lets it get wet, and then what? Does someone have to fish it out? Yeah, I don't know. Or I mean, that's just like the, the wishing toilet. It's like, instead <laughs> of a penny, like, KG just makes wishes when he throws people's phones in. Oh, you're wearing headphones? Give me them headphones. They're going right in the toilet. <laughs> what a piece of shit. It's <laughs> a hilarious, a hilarious thing. Like, Kevin Garnett's gimmick is just throwing stuff in the toilet. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're eating... Give me that, give me that clip. Yo, man, yo, man, yo, man, put away your phone. Kevin's walking in right now. <laughs> like, you know, Kevin walks in with headphones on, like, is an, like an asshole. It's he like, walks in on his cell phone. Yeah. yeah, he walks in on his phone talking to, like. But it's not his phone. It's like the nicest phone of the phones that he's stolen. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, he's drying and rice all night. He wasn't eligible for the upgrade, but he wanted the six plus. So he just, that's how he got it. I picture it's like Full full Metal Jacket when like Arlie Ermey walks in in the hall and everyone has to stand at attention. Where's your phone at, bitch? (laughs) Open up your hands and empty out your pockets right now. I don't want some shit. 
I'm sure he gets to the point where he doesn't even. I'm sure he gets to the point where he doesn't even look at the guy. He just stands next to him without looking and just offers his hand out. They just give it to him. Yeah, they just hand it to him like he's a teacher. Yeah. Like exactly. in, in a Christmas story when they'll have those fake teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just walks down the aisle with her hand out. <laughs> Yo, that goes for all your grills, too. Spit those grills out, too. I don't want to see no grills or earrings in this locker room. It would be so funny if one of the, the Timberwolves had his phone in his mouth. And then he put it in his mouth when KG walked in. And, you know, he couldn't talk. He's like, how you feeling tonight? Hmm? Garnett knew it was in his mouth, you know, so he's up in his face, like, asking him questions, like, whoa, what? You got marbles in your mouth? <laughs> Motherfucker, you sound like shit right now. Spit the come out. I'm going to give you three seconds. And he just pulls a big phone out of his mouth. <laughs> I bet they're really, <laughs> they're really thrilled to have Garnett back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who would want to be the leader? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's been great for a <laughs> Oh, it's great. Yeah, he beats the shit out of everyone. <laughs> you know he takes their lunches, too. All right, let me, everyone bring their lunches up. I want to see who got, the, which ones I'm taking home. And what he doesn't eat, he throws in the toilet. Like, you don't even get the <laughs> Yeah, he just, he takes a folding chair next to the toilet, and everyone has to walk up with all their, it's like, it's like Debo and Friday. Like, everyone has to come up to him with all their possessions, and he decides what he takes. <laughs> he's like, yo. He doesn't want, just goes to the toilet. He's like, yo, I just want a taste. Every, every once in a while, though, he just wants a taste. Like, if they have a I whole pizza. All billionaires have brown bag ones. <laughs> Yo, you just give me my taste, and I'll be on my way. You wearing some ice around your neck, I might just take the chain. I'll give you back the cross. That's it. Let me just get my taste, and I'll be out. Every, everyone comes to Timberwolves practice in, like, Kmart sweatpants because they don't want their shit stolen. <laughs> Actually, all the Timberwolves players are like the girl who sneaks out of her mom's house in like jogging pants where she's wearing a mini skirt. So like when those players are around Kevin Garnett, they're all just in these shitty like Rocky One jogging outfits. But underneath they have on their gold chains and phones and everything. Oh my God. <laughs> Is that funny? Did you guys see that? The I love de- the thought of Kevin Garnett just sitting next. I know you want to move on. No, like, no, no, I don't. And just like with a folding table and like just like a, a, just a like, folding it's like it's table. like it's like when they collect in concentration camps, like they take everyone's gold and shit. Like that's how oh, KG man. does. Like everyone lines up, they give him all their possessions. He decides what he wants. <laughs> and you you never get anything back. It's either he takes it or throws it in the toilet. Yeah, there's not an option to come claim what he didn't take. It's either, it's either he takes it or throws it in the toilet. Those are the only two options. And, and you know, like, the guys are, like, you know, they're they're talking on their own to sort of stage, like, all right, who's going to tell Kevin that we'd at least, like, a chance to get to go back through our stuff? We want to at least have a hey, chance at the toilet items. Yeah, so, so Kevin, you the guys are thinking that, like, you know, instead of just, like, throwing what you don't want in the toilet... Like, which is cool and all. Yeah. Like, that's fine, but, like, do you think that there's any chance that we could maybe, like, rummage through real quick to see if we can... Nah, like... motherfucker, there's a chance I can knock you in the jaw. There's okay, a chance yeah, of no, me blacking and black no, and yeah, blowing no, up your fine. eye. Yeah, we'll just get out of the toilet then. Just keep doing what you're nah, doing. No, 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 I'm flushing that shit. I'm flushing <laughs> yeah, it no, down. No, not, hey, 
Kev, whatever, man. You're the leader. You've been great for morale. We appreciate your <laughs> guidance. <laughs> if it's going to help you play better, you just keep, you just keep pitching everything in the, to- in the toilet, man. <laughs> I picture him like like patting you down like a cop would pat down like a perp. <laughs> Like ah, what you got? A phone throws it right in the toilet, and you know, and you know that toilet is so full of shit. Like most of the shit is just dry, and it's just falling off the top onto the floor. Is there so much shit in there? Oh, that's hilarious, dude! Y'all got the rotting sandwiches, iPhone. He stops on your chapstick in your pocket, and, like grabs it like three different times. Like what's this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like getting checked when you walk into the metro. Like that, the security guard yeah. just like grabs your. He's like a TSA agent. Yeah, that? <laughs> uh, that's my Carmax, Kev. That's my car. I got chap lips, Show it Kev. to me. It's Show it to me. Show it to me. Show it to me. Okay. Hold. Everyone, have your IDs in hand. Yo, <laughs> everybody's, yo. everybody's gonna walk through the uh, the scanner like a TSA line, so you can see exactly yo. what's on your person. Ricky Rubio, <laughs> tell all the guys ID in hand when you walk in. I'm gonna do a full search. He doesn't even let him in the locker room. He completely <laughs> searches them. <laughs> Oh, and every day they keep bringing new phones, new yeah. possessions. Yeah, they're so they dumb. Learned yet. Yeah. Like laptops in the bag. That just means like it makes it easy for Kevin to carry. Like you're not getting that back. He just wants the bag so he doesn't have to carry the laptop. And you know he has some kind of henchman that that takes all the garbage bags and puts them in Kevin's truck. All right, what do we get? Yo, what do we get today? Nine bags, Kevin. All right, throw them in the truck. <laughs> He's like the Grinch. It's like when the Grinch goes to someone's house, just takes everything. <laughs> and oh, they're ce- awesome. they're celebrating that shit. How do you celebrate? Yeah. Oh no, no, don't bring that around. Kevin goes right in the toilet. I will say, I mean, it, it speaks volumes about whatever situation they had before Kevin Garnett got there. This is better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I want to investigate the guy they traded for Garnett. Yeah, what was they that? What was that guy doing? Like, was that guy like you know? I don't know what he could have been doing that's worse than what Garnett's doing. I mean, he had to have had like a full like Heisenberg level meth lab in there. <laughs> 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 oh, we got go We got to get rid of this guy. Yeah, this is you know at first it was fun, but like. Gus Springs involved. This shit's bad for business. Ethan Johnson. <laughs> the guy, the guy who, who in the locker room. The, the guy we traded, Ethan Johnson, was making us uh, all be drug mules. He was putting cocaine in our asses. We've <laughs> had six. We've had six mascots die already. We can time to move on. Yeah, let's get Garnett in here who can clean this locker room up. <laughs> Did you guys see the details were released for what happened with Warren Sapp? Did you guys read about that? When no. he, when he got arrested for trying to get oral sex. Um, from the two hookers. So he grabbed one of them by the arm and launched her into the other one, throwing them both out of the room because he paid $600 for two blow jobs. And mm-hmm. one of the women asked him for more money to do another sexual act. And he like grabbed her by the arm and like threw her like in, in the Chappelle show thing where Rick James, like, like gets kicked <laughs> where he could Charlie Murphy, like kicks him through the door. I think he like, he, like, took one hooker by the arm and threw her into the other one. They both, like, launched through the door. So that's, God. like, that's like the altercation that happened. <laughs> I'm assuming this is all according to them. Well, no, I, I think I think he, because he, he, he actually is the one who called the cops. Oh, no, 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 hang on, hang on. He didn't divulge those details. Hang on, hang on, hang on, I'm missing something. So he was making a video of, of the blowjob. And he actually showed the Mark, cop. He God showed, bless him. He showed the cops the video of him. God. 
<laughs> like, can you imagine? You're arresting one. Somebody's like, yo, by the way, dog, there's a video of that shit, too, if you want to check that out. Dude, unbelievable. Who would, oh, my God. Like, what person videos themselves with a hooker? <laughs> probably to jerk off to later. That's it's obviously a guy who knew he would be talking to a cop at some point about that, <laughs> yeah. that job. Makes, it, honestly, it almost makes you think that it wasn't for pleasure. It was like he knew something bad was going to happen. Like yeah, exactly. Having cry for help. Himself. Honest, no, it's like... No, it's that, like... Yeah. It, it, honestly, the, the guy who's videotaping, you know, documenting like everything that happens... Yeah. yeah, everything that happens with a hooker, that's because... You've been, you've had like some bad experiences with like a dozen hookers, <laughs> and you're doing it for protection. Yeah. If you're li- if you're lining up Exhibit A and B for your court appearance after your sexual yeah. encounter, it's yeah. not a good. Thing. Any anytime yeah. you think it's a better idea to have a video of you with a hooker, then there's a problem. Because <laughs> normally, normally guys think it's a bad idea to have a video of you and a hooker, but if you're in a it position is, it is. where you assume it's better, it's a better idea to have that video. Then hey, you're fucked can't, up. Can't can't be too safe. Can't be too careful these days. Yo, uh, yo, bitch, you mind if I tape this shit? Oh, because you want to see how hot it is? Nah, 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 this is for the lawyers. Just in yeah, case I'll fuck up. up. Hold up your ID. I got to zoom in on it real quick. Let me get a All picture right. of you and your face holding your ID next to your head. Are you, state your name, your age. Are you here against your will? Yeah, LT told me Am to do this shit. Lawrence Taylor told me about this. Always get the bitch holding her ID. <laughs> yeah, but Warren, it's still legal to get a hooker. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that's that's a small sentence. You know what I'm saying? Ra- statutory rape, that puts me in jail for but nine months. <laughs> uh, God, can you imagine being a hooker dealing with a pro like Warren Sapp, all these rules? All right, yo, let me get your ass and your head in front of the ID. I want the full body. Then I'm going to zoom in on the face <laughs> with the ID, and then I'm going to film everything. Is that cool? Still $600? No? Fuck you, then! He throws her through the door. <laughs> The I mean, only, Warren Sa- only Warren Sapp is the one who's not smart enough to edit out the part where he literally picks the girl up and chucks her across the room. Yeah, that's the only part he didn't I guarantee, I guarantee he, that's on there. Like the camera, the camera fell, and then at some point after the, the chick ran away crying, you can hear Sapp asking his boy, like, yo, how do I delete this? How do I erase this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's like Bruce Banner. He goes through all that to protect himself, and then he still can't. Control himself from <laughs> No, no, he, he does. He does a lot to protect himself, and then he still has to erase the video after all the protection because he does. He does something fucked up. Even though, he's like, oh shit, I can't have that shit on video. Even though he's doing it as protection. So really, what the lesson is is the hookers who deal with Warren Sapp should be the ones with the cameras. You're maybe right. Kevin Gar- maybe Kevin Garnett should have gave with him because they could have just thrown the phone right in the toilet. Yeah, not it goes to the toilet, boy. Right in the toilet, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, we'll end the show. I, I sent out a tweet asking people what oh. they want to hear us talk about, so we'll, we'll go over a few of these things really quick. Talk about how the next – this is from uh, Sean something, Tawelde or something. Talk about the next mayor of Chicago named Chewy. I think it would be hilarious to have a mayor named Chewy. What do you guys think? Like they wear a Chewbacca mask, and then his name. Oh, his, his, that sounds like a great mayor. His real, a, a mayor his, walking around in a Chewbacca mask, and his real name is Jesus. So Jesus yeah. Chewbacca. I mean, it, it writes itself, right? Yeah, uh, but I, 
I mean, it does. I, I guess our criteria for wanting a mayor are, is different. Abe said it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the last time people voted, I don't think it was like, well, how hilarious is he? <laughs> <laughs> how, how ridiculous is he with a Chewbacca mask and, and his name is Jesus? Ah, that's a good point. See, with Rom, you can't wear a Chewbacca mask. See, this is, I'm, I'm torn here. <laughs> I'm really torn. <laughs> uh, predictions for the Undertaker at WrestleMania. I think he will win that match. What do you guys think? I think, I think, he, I think he needs to show up first to, to uh, actually make this official and worth uh, even caring about. Jay the Gay. I say, I say he loses to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat for the Intercontinental <laughs> title. <laughs> Jay the Gay wants me to talk about peak hotness. I already covered that, Jay, if you listen to the beginning of the podcast. Uh, he just meant, can we talk on the phone later tonight about peak hotness? <laughs> okay, first of all, Abe, what can you do for me? <laughs> Second of all, what would you do? What would you do? Let's start with my hair. Uh, loop, loop updates. I would assume they're going to hire Manco. That's the update. Did, is, did it, I mean, I know they extended that thing, which, by the way, <laughs> it's about the type of contest you extend. Well, no, they, they, they actually they, they actually didn't extend it, but what they did do oh. is they, they put something out where it's like, you could still vote. So this woman, Liz Wilde, who's in the vote, she's the only one who, like, she, she thinks, like, the voting is, like, even though they write right at the bottom, it says the voting is only for research. So she must have, like, sent it out to all, oh, I saw it. She sent it out to all her people. The Loop Morning Show search is not a contest. Yeah. It is for research purposes only. Yeah, so she actually thinks, like, she has a chance of getting hired. So she sent out, she sent out like, hey, you guys got to vote for me or it's going to be another 10 years of men on the radio. Mm-hmm. I'll, just, I'll just say another 10 years of her not working. Right. <laughs> her last job was in 04, right? I think so. But it's just pathetic. Wow. I think it's pathetic to, to, to like tell your people, if you know you're not going to get the job, to tell your people to vote. Because it makes, it makes you kind of look pathetic, I think. And I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't send out a link begging people to vote for something. If I know no. that it's probably pointless. Well, especially if it said, please vote multiple times for multiple devices. That's yeah, what her yeah, yeah. So, so they put, up, they put oh. up clips of all of our shows, and you're supposed to listen to the clips and then pick, and she just wrote, just make sure to say you like me and then give everyone else a thumbs down. So if you look at the voting, it's hilarious because she has all, like at first she had like all no's. It said like, you suck. And then after she sent that out to all her people, like she's begging people to like, vote on like multiple times and all this stuff now it actually looks like that she's winning the vote <laughs> so it's it, it, it'll be i think that's probably why they put that thing at the bottom that says you know the voting you know this is only for research but if we want to do this well, we know liz is going to manipulate the, the hell out of this so let's put this disclaimer at the bottom when we don't hire her but it really is a lack of integrity like we we did everything with integrity and just to like beg i don't know it, it comes off pathetic yeah. to me here's 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 one sam Make fun of Sam. We covered that earlier too. We did that one in the first hour. You, uh, UFC and pro boxing. Ronda Rousey, the greatest UFC fighter ever, as far as entertaining, as far as the entertainment factor. Ronda Rousey is the most exciting fighter. Uh, what's up with that dress on Facebook? You guys all saw you that. Know, right? Real quick about Ronda Rousey, though. You know what she is? She's like Will Chamberlain in 1960. Like, it's like. When Will Chamberlain was the only seven foot black guy with a bunch of five foot six white guys. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's she's what, way more skilled. That, that's what she's like. Give, give women's fighting ten years, she'll just be a footnote at that point. Well, I, I heard she throws some of the toilets too. 
I think that's why she's so good. But but what I what I heard is um or not what I heard, what I see is that her skills though are really ridiculous. Like just technically the stuff she does are, are really good. You guys saw that dress, right? Where if you look at it, it looks like orange and brown and some people see white. I heard people talking about it, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's stupid. So we went <laughs> uh, Well done. And let's see, I'll take one more here. Ba- base commented, talk more about base. Hi, base. What are you talking about? Uh, so in the third grade. Can crush Jack. Talk about the black site in Chicago that. Go oh, home and square. What is it, Sam? Oh, is he talking about home and square? The, um, the interrogation room used by police. Yeah. What is that? Uh, that that's exactly. About- Here, this is what he said. This is what he said. Um, Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. What did he say? He said, yeah, Holman Square protesters demand answers. He sent me a link. He yeah. said, can you talk about the place in Chicago where police would interrogate people? Yeah, also- no, I think, uh, I think a, a, a British um, uh, website or a news blog uncovered or they did some expose on this interrogation center run by Chicago police uh, called Holman Square where they're um, interrogating suspects, um, not not following due process. Uh, the police say it's actually nothing is happening there, but there's been protests outside of there. So that's really all it is. Um, but if it is happening, it's pretty fucked up. But if it is happening, it scares me. So um, if it is happening, I take back what I said because I, I wouldn't want to end up there. I was going to say, the crime rate in Chicago, they should have about three of those rooms. Finally, what do you guys... What do you got? Well, Base always says the Fox News answer. That's that's what he watches. Uh, finally, that's not what I watch. What I watch you, the Smurfs. What do you watch, Base? I watch Smurfs. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about Lady Gaga on American Horror Story? Don't you guys think that Lady Gaga looks like the Wicked Witch of the East? Her face, <laughs> the one who rides the bike. <laughs> I can see it. That's what yeah. I think about it. So I, I think I think she'll be good because she looks like the Wicked Witch of the East, and. I think that's it, fellas. We'll uh, we'll holler next time, next Tuesday. You got it. And Abe, let's uh, let's connect after this about the uh, my job with the cluster that you have. Oh well, I want I want to <laughs> offer you. Well, how much money would you need to do that? Oh, we can talk about it. I I don't. It's tacky to talk of talk. Uh, oh, that's true. Talk shop. I think in front I think of. Big big figures. Uh, Just save the routine. details. Save the details for Shark Tank. That's all. <laughs> yeah, we'll at least get on the same page before we go pitch it to uh, Mister Wonderful and. Yeah. Oh, here, These guys. are wonderful. Oh, have you guys paid yourselves yet? No, but we each need three hundred seventy-five thousand a year. And that's, that's all. That's all going to be factored in in the money you're giving us to get this started. We'll even give you seventy percent of the equity, whatever it takes. There's, you know, one last thing. Do you ever watch on Shark? Like Ryan, I know you said you just started watching Shark Tank. Do you ever notice how pissed off they get when they're like, "Did you take a salary?" And they're like, "Yeah, I took like twenty-six thousand dollars." They're like, "What?" You're already taking a salary only after seven years of doing this? Like, of course you're going to take a salary after seven years. Fuck. Yeah, I, but those guys, I think, come at it from a different place. I mean, I, I know what you're saying, but, like... How long, how long have you had this peanut that, brittle business? Seven years. How much money are you taking out? 26000 a year. But don't forget, if someone showed up at your house and said, Hey, can you give me... $450,000 today, you'd probably have a few questions. <laughs> we're going to need like, I mean? we're going to need like 70 million to get three radio stations, right? 
The biggest amount of money ever asked for on Shark Tank. Oh, we need right. 170 and, and, million dollars so, but, for radio stations. Where it's it's ridiculous that they would expect that these people not take salaries, but at the same time, it's ridiculous to expect to go in a room and ask four people for like a million dollars. I mean, that's in. All right, fellas, love you. I'm gonna run. All right, base. Oh, good. Now we're making fun of base. Susie hangs up. Let's start making fun of him. Later, Later base. Yeah. No, God, base is a douchebag. Do you believe God is base? <laughs> Anything you guys want to say about base now that he's gone? We can make fun of him. No. I didn't actually hang up the phone. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is, a good, 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 this is a good stopping point here. Yeah. Hi, right, gentlemen. Right. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. All right, guys. I'm All right, out. See ya. Peace. Peace.